SeatGeek is the easiest way to find the best deals on tickets to pretty much any live event. Concerts, sports, theater, comedy, whatever you want. Download the SeatGeek app today and enter promo code SEATS to save $20 on your first purchase. <laughs> What's going on, guys? It's Therese Paler, Chiefs beat writer for the Kansas City Star. And we're here for a very special edition of our Chiefs podcast, The Chiefs. Signed Darrell Revis, cornerback they're banking on to help solidify number two cornerbacks spot, especially a nickel um, outside of Marcus Peters on the other side of Marcus. And very interesting move. Um, it's a team-friendly deal, two years, veteran minimum this year, no guaranteed money next year. It's a flyer, but they're banking on the fact that the guy can recapture some of his past greatness because he lost a lot of weight. Um, you'll hear that in this podcast and he seems pretty excited to be on a good team and I think that was important to Darrell Um, in this podcast we will hear from Andy Reid about why he made the decision we will also hear about uh, and also how the Chiefs came to make that decision and what they think about Darrell Uh, you will also hear from Darrell Rivas himself who who took questions from the media and had a lot of interesting things to say about why he thinks this is a great fit why the timing is right Um, why he thinks he's in way better shape than he was last year. And then finally, you'll hear an emergency pod with the A-team. There's me and Melly and Vahir Gregorian as we break down um, how our thoughts on this thing and whether or not we think it's going to work out. So we hope you guys enjoy it. You know, it's Thanksgiving, and we're still delivering for you because – you know, that's what we do. So if you enjoy this, do me a favor. Like if you appreciate the hard work, because the Game Plan podcast is coming out too, you get a twofer on Thanksgiving, which is our way to say thank you to you. But you can say thank you to us by going to iTunes and rate and reviewing our Sports Beat KC podcast. Rate and review it, you know, um, pull it up, you know, click on podcast, type in Sports Beat KC, you know, show podcast in iTunes store, and click ratings and reviews and go ahead and rate and review us man we'd appreciate that um if you appreciate what we're doing um that would be a nice way to show your appreciation so all right without further ado here's andy reed on why the chiefs decided to sign Darrell revis hey andy um reasonable to think he could play sunday uh you know what we're gonna uh, just see um you know where he's at he'll, he'll get out and move around a little bit and let's just see where he's at um uh, and I told him the same thing. Uh, there's no, uh, you know, there's no no hurry. Um, he, he he's a veteran guy. He looks like he's in good shape, which which is uh, what he says he is. So he, he's been moving around, but um, working out. We'll see. Let's just see where he's at. But you're you're not ruling it out right now. No, but uh, you know he knows the system. That, that that's why that's the only reason I wouldn't. Uh, but I I've got a. Um, I've got to see where where we're at here, too. So I'm, we're not going to rush him into anything until until he's ready to go. What kind of role do you see from him? If not Sunday, then at some point later on this season, Andy. Well, you know, you're, you're talking about one of the all-time great players at that position. So, um, and it's just a matter of getting him back in the swing of things and seeing where he's at. Um, uh, and you know he, he's excited to be here. We're excited to have him here, and um, I, I would think his role would be to step in and be a starter. I mean, that's that's how I would look at it. 
This is a pretty big move, obviously, Andy. Um, do you guys feel like that the coverage at the back end was holding you back? Oh, listen, I, I don't know about all that, Adam. I, I would just tell you that, uh, you know, you have an opportunity here to add a quality player and a quality person to your team. Um, Brett Veach is always looking to upgrade, which is which is great. And um, and he and his guys did this. Uh, they deserve the credit on it. And, um, and so uh, uh, they worked it out with... Uh, Terrell and his and his people and um, and I thought they did a nice job doing it, getting them here. So. What's what's the roster move? Um, we haven't done anything yet, so we're we're just uh, going through all that now. So we'll let you know when that when that goes up. In order to make a move like this at this point in the season, how important is it that he is familiar with the defense compared to a player that isn't familiar that's stepping in trying to do the same thing? Well, I, I think it helps. BJ, I think I think it, uh, um, it you know it's it's a plus. But I'm not. I, I've gone through this before. I, I, when I was a young young coach in the league, uh, uh, we did this with Andre Risen one time, and he didn't really understand the offense at all. And we uh, when we were at Green Bay, and Ron Wolf brought him in, and and uh, it helped out. You know, as as the season went on. So. Um, I've seen. I've probably seen it work both ways as you go through it. But, it, but um, I, I think it does help that he, he's familiar. He's close with Bob and and uh, knows the system. What kind of interactions have you had with Revis over the years? Um, not to, not much. You know, not okay. a, not uh, a ton there. So, PJ, just uh, you know, we we know mutual people and. Uh, you know the league's a small. It's a small league when you really get down to it, and he's been around a while. So um, we we play against each other's teams uh, uh, quite a little bit over the years. Yeah. Andy, this is Dave. Uh, maybe it's just a, a more pointed way to ask what Adam asked. But why now, as opposed to six weeks ago or the training camp? I mean, he he has been out there. Yeah. Um, well, he he's ready to go now. You know, he was coming off of the the wrist and and uh, and uh, that he had last year, and he he was, you know, this is when he was ready to go, and and um, and we felt the same way. So it, it was a nice mutual um, agreement that took place, and here we are. Andy, what did what did Bob say about Darrell's football character? Yeah, um, very intelligent, um, which I think you guys either know or you will know just by talking to him. Um, he's a very instinctive player. Again, I can tell you this from competing with against him. So, uh, on from an offensive standpoint, um, he, he's a very hard worker on the field and off. Uh, and that again, that's Bob. Saying this, so uh, he's been around him in those situations where, where I haven't. Is it safe to say that you or somebody from the scouting part of it at least discussed this move um, with Bob before going forward? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh huh. Considering he hasn't played this year, just from your 
conversations with him. I know it probably hasn't been a lot, but just what kind of sense did you get of how excited he is to get back on the field and compete again? Well, uh, that's a, probably another part I should have thrown in for T there. That, um, you know, Bob tells you that he's one of the most competitive guys around. So he, he's, he's very excited to, to be here. Um, you know, he's been in the league a long time, so he's got a good feel. This isn't like his first rodeo here. So he, he, he gets it. And, um, and he's excited to be here and, and help the football team. And, and so uh, be better. And that's really what his mindset is. And he's in a good place. He, he looks great. And um, we're excited to have him here. If nobody would expect him to be athletically what he was 10 years ago, is this one of those positions where you know, the savvy, the ball skills, the experience can make up for that, even if he has lost a little bit athletically? Yeah, no, I... I um, I, I definitely think so. I, I think um, uh, that you know. I mean, li- listen, he, he's he's been he's been around a while. I, I will tell you, he looks great. He looks great and, and physically, and um, uh, so um, I. But but time does that. Time will take a step away from you. That that happens. But again, he, he's a he's a smart guy that knows how to play the game. And, uh, and then that, that becomes important uh, at this point in his career. And, and uh, I'm not telling you you still can't run. I mean, he can still run. But that does become important as you get a little bit older. How much does it solve for your defense if you get better at that corner position? Oh, I, I, I think, it's a, I think it's a, that's a good thing. You know, that's a, that's a positive. Um, we, we've had some young guys in there trying their hearts out, man, and doing doing a nice job um, for us too. So it, I think it's a win-win. You, you get a, a veteran guy, you have some young guys that, that still will continue to grow, and and uh, it's good for the football team. Um, I, I think that's a positive thing all the way around. Andy, did you watch Andy? Did you watch him work out this afternoon personally, or did you just hear that from Brett? No, that that uh, Brett did all that. Yeah, I've I've seen him firsthand. <laughs> I haven't played against him, so okay. I kind of know what he what he can do. Go ahead, say that again. Is this Kevin? You felt like folks have just you know kicked at that position like a scab over the last few weeks. Oh, I, listen, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far with it. But um, you know, you've got you've got twenty two on the other side, so. Um, if you're going to make a decision, if you have a decision to make to go one side or the other, you're probably going to go the other side, and and then it can be perceived as picking. But um, you know that's what the quarterbacks are going to go opposite a pro bowler and and go to the other side uh, just naturally, you know, if they have a choice. Coach, you got some veterans in that defense. Sorry, last question. Just you got some veteran yep. leaders in that room. Just curious in your thought conversations with Bob and everyone, how you think he'll just kind of uh, acclimate himself to that group coming in at this point in the season? Yeah, so I had a, I had a chance to talk to some of the guys before um, uh, Darrell even got into the, the building here. So um, just to get some of the veteran players, just to give them a heads up uh, on him coming here. You know, so obviously some of these guys know him from – either Pro Bowls or wherever, you know, being in the league a while. Um, like I said, it's a small fraternity. So um, I, I think they're, they're excited to have him. He, you know, he has a reputation of being a good guy. 
a hard worker and a good guy. So uh, players are good with that. <laughs> they, they, they appreciate that. Okay, good stuff from Andy there. Let's go to Darrell. Here's his press conference. Here's what he had to say. Darrell, you've accomplished a lot in your career. You didn't need to come back here and necessarily prove anything to anybody. So why are you here? What, what, what do you want to accomplish the rest of this season at least? Uh, well, you know, um, you know, first of all, it's just uh, you know, exciting to have this opportunity um, to return back to football. You know, um, I think the reason for me returning is, you know, the, the, the fire I have, the fuel that I have, you know, to continue to play this game at a high level. And, and um, I'm excited. You know, I'm excited about the signing today with the Kansas City Chiefs and um, pretty great football team. And um, I'm joining their success. They're doing pretty well right now. And, um, I think it, you know, for both parties, it made sense right now. What do you feel like you have left? What do you have to contribute? Um, uh, you know, my role uh, is, is to help win. You know, uh, it's a lot that goes in during, during the week, um, um, during game planning, and whatever's best for the team. You know, uh, you know uh, whether my position is playing a few downs or um, playing in the slot. Wherever coach, uh, you know, wants to play me and, and feels that, uh, you know, he can utilize me to help win. And that's what it's all about. It's just it's team effort. And um, that's what it's really about. Do you uh, feel like you can play Sunday if they need you? Uh, right now, um, I'm just trying to <laughs> take all of this in, you know, the signing. Um, it's been a long day. Um, I had to go through physicals and, and um, shake a lot of hands. And, um actually see a lot of familiar faces in this building. So, um, you know, right now it's just a process of just, uh, you know, figuring out what's the next step uh, and what's the next phase. You healthy? I mean, you you uh, 100% you feel like? Yeah, yeah, I feel great. Um, I, I think this time off for me is uh, for me to reflect, uh, you know, on my career, uh, you know, and where I'm at in my career and, and what I need to do um, of taking care of my body and, and, and making sure, um, you know, I come back. 100%. Give us a sense of how this all came together. Um, when, when did all this kind of get started? It's been it's been uh, the last eight months. It's it's been a whirlwind in terms of um, me continuing to just work on my body um, and train. Um, you know, there's been a number of teams who called, um, and uh, you know, for me personally, it was just uh, for me mentally to get my body back where I need to, to get it at, and it was 100%. Um, you know, all the wear and tear over the years of, of uh, you know, out, out at the corner position is very tough. So, um, you know, coach has you covering a one-on-one -on -one top receiver for the, for the whole game for four quarters. It's pretty tough. So, um, I, you know, for me, it's, it's just I had to just really, um, you know, figure out what, what was best for me uh, during this time. And um, I've been training. I've been staying in shape. I've been doing the things that I need to do. And, um, you know, it made sense. It made sense. Uh, um, like I said a little bit ago, so many familiar faces in here. Um, and, and this this, this uh, signing made sense for us. So when did you first hear from the Chiefs? Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, probably uh, during the, uh, the process and the phase of it, uh, the beginning of the season. Um, and um, we've been talking back and forth throughout the whole season. And, and um you know, we've, you know, this, uh, you know, it's all about time. And I think right now uh, of where, where I'm at, where my body is, and um, I'm trying to come in and, and help and, and, and um, add an addition to the team, uh, made sense for, for both parties. So 
this is where we at today, and, and uh, you know we're all excited about it. Darrell, there's actually a history in the NFL of like kind of accomplished veteran players coming in at this point in the season, maybe a little sooner. I'm thinking Andre Risen. I'm thinking of Deion Sanders coming in and helping a team that's already good get to the next step. How conscious are you, kind of like of that history? How much do you kind of want to get there and like help this team push forward? As, as much as possible, I think that's why um, you know me signing here made sense uh, for both parties. Um, I've watched him throughout the whole year, uh, you know the Chiefs, uh, uh, because our D the D coordinator Bob Sutton, um, we worked together in New York. So um, big fan of Andy Reid as well. Um, I, I still haven't uh, been able to uh, intercept <laughs> one of his quarterbacks' passes. <laughs> But uh, <clears throat> now I'm, I'm actually uh, teaming up um, alongside with him. And, and, and you know, uh, this phase right here for me is, is to, uh, you know, the veteran I am is, is, is to pick, um, you know, pick Andy Reid's brain. You know, see, see uh, you know, being around him and just seeing his football IQ, those are the type of things I, I would like to be around. Football is a tricky game. You know, you can't. You can't, you know, come into a game and you know this game specifically and just think you know it, know it all, you know everything, and um, it's all about growing. It's all about growing and, and improving. And you know where I'm at now um, to be um, alongside with an established coach as Andy Reid, um, it makes sense, you know, for me in my career. Andy mentioned that he sees you being a starter, obviously, and you've been watching them. So, you know, what kind of tandem do you hope you can form with Marcus? Uh, he's awesome. Uh, Marcus Peters is, is, is really awesome. Uh, love the way he plays. Uh, been on the other on the other side uh, of playing against him and, and him make plays uh, and, and be a little bit upset <laughs> uh, uh, in terms of just being competitive and and wanting to win. But um, he's he's took the league by storm. Uh, very talented player, and uh, and um, you know I'm, I'm I'm excited, you know about about what we can do. How disappointing was last year as a whole for you? Uh, very, you know, as a competitor, very disappointing. You know, um, uh, you know, I was in a in a place where I never experienced something like that before, um, especially coming off the you know wrist uh, wrist surgery and um, you know our team not doing uh, that very well. Um, you know, with the season, it was a lot of ups and downs. So, um, and me being one of the leaders, you know, everything's, you know, you're in a microscope. So, um, you know, for me personally, um, it was very disappointing. But at the same time, uh, it's, it's, it's a learning curve as well. How close are you to your prime weight? Prime weight? Uh, I'm 208 right now. So, What were you at last season? Uh, oh, I was way over. <laughs> <laughs> I was way over. And, and that's that's. Uh, you know, uh, coming in off a of wrist surgery, <laughs> and um, you know, really just thinking I was okay at that time. But uh, you know, um, I learned a valuable lesson, and, and I think that's why um, you know I, I took a lot of time off to really reflect on, on last year, and and um, you know, just use it use it as fuel for me uh, as I continue my career. Hey guys, a couple more. Okay, okay. I got one yep, more. I got you. Yep. Um, were you? How close? How close is two eight to what you were in, let's say, twenty thirteen or twenty twelve or twenty eleven? Uh, well, my playing weight, uh, in, you know, my early career was two hundred five. So, I mean, right now, I just 
I think that's just water weight. Uh, I probably chugged about eight waters today. So, <laughs> so once I actually get out on the field and, and start running around, uh, I'm sure that water weight would just shed off. Last one, Matt. What what role does Bob Sutton being here have to do with you being here as well? And have you talked to Bob? And what did he say to you? Uh, <clears throat> Bob has has been um, you know, uh, has has been very vital in, in, in my success, even. You know, getting drafted uh, to the Jets in 2007. Um, he, he was a D coordinator. So um, uh, he helped me. He helped me grow as a, as a football player. Um, he helped me grow as a man. So um, actually, you know, teaming back up with him and uh, loving what he does as a defensive coordinator is, uh, is a no-brainer. And I think that's why um, one of the reasons that I, that I wanted to, to come play for the Kansas City Chiefs. All right. All right, here we go. Here's to wrap this thing up. It's me, it's Sam Mellinger, columnist, Vahe Gregorian, columnist at the Star to break down this signing and what we think. Here we go. All right, so I'm pleased to welcome on two members of the A-team who are on assignment but came off assignment because we might have a semi-big deal. A-team, coast to coast, as Vahe just said. <laughs> Sam Mellinger, Vahe Gregorian. What's going on, man? Nothing, man. How are you? I'm great. Therese? Nothing like the. I'm good. I'm, I'm 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 over here in New York City on the other coast, getting ready to go. Maybe take a walk to watch all the Macy's parade figures up in their stalls, getting ready to come out tomorrow. Oh wow, good. Well, you know, anytime you plan on having personal time, you can count on the Chiefs ruining that. Um, <laughs> gotta love the pre-Thanksgiving news, big news thing. I'm I'm very much looking forward to uh, the Chiefs trading Alex Smith mysteriously on Christmas Day, um, even though it's. Even though it'll be eight weeks past the deadline, I'm sure that's what happened. Um, no, I thank you guys for coming on. I, look, let's just get into it. Darrell Revis, what kind of impact is this? I, just in case you guys didn't see, got a source telling me that it was two-year deal, veteran minimum this year, no guaranteed money in 2018 either. So it's basically a trial run. What are your thoughts, man? Well, Jamie, why don't you go first, man? Yeah, I, I, I can't think of one single reason not to do it. Like, there, there's no guaranteed money. It's a, it's a trial run, right? It's a trial run for a guy. And, and Therese, you're, you're one of the people that actually votes on this. But, uh, I mean, he's a Hall of Famer, right? Oh, yeah. I'm uh, if he never plays voting. another snap. Million yeah. percent on both. So, so it, it's, there's no risk. Like, I, I, I don't understand. I don't know what the downside to this is. If you think he's better than what you have, and from what we've seen, he probably is. Um, you know, like this is not Revis Island. You know, like that—that's not what they're buying. That's not what they're certainly not what they're paying for. I don't think that's what they expect to get. But if you can get a guy who's like an average NFL cornerback, even a little bit below average NFL <laughs> cornerback, it's an upgrade. I agree. Hey, and, and look, I, I would just add that. You know, here he is. He, he is a Hall of Famer. He's, he's, he's kind of in the autumn of his career, right? He's 32. But no downside to trying this. And let's face it, this has become a glaring um, gap in their game. I mean, it's something they've got to do something about. And I can't remember which of you guys articulated this uh, so well the other day, but having uh, Bill Gaines be in that, that coverage a couple plays in a row with the game on the line is yeah. not to the Chiefs' advantage right now. And um, if they're serious about uh, you know, kind of hitting the reset button and getting back to early season form and having a chance to do something in the playoffs. I don't think they're going to be able to do it with the, the crew they've got there right now. So 
what the heck? I've got so many thoughts on this. Um, and look, I was the guy that was saying, if there's somebody out there available right now, there's a reason. They probably can't help you because corners are in so, such demand. If you can play, you're going to get signed. But there's a couple things I heard today after the press conferences that make me kind of optimistic about this. Um, the number one thing is his weight. I asked him directly, like, what does he weigh now? He said 208, and his prime weight was 205. Then I asked him what his weight was last season, which was the worst of his career. And he said, and i dead serious. I like this guy because it looks like he's going to be honest. Guys, I swear to God, he was like, way more. <laughs> he was like, way more. So here's the thing. He doesn't need to be Revis Island. He just needs to be, like you said, Sam, adequate. Like the concept of having 24 Revis with Peters, now you're going to throw it Steven Nelson in the slot. But guess what? If Revis is just adequate, like, you can, like, devote resources toward helping Nelson. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, no, that's a really good point. Yep. Torres, also, how much do you think – oh, go ahead. And also, if he's, like – again, if he's, like, just average and if he's a – if they get lucky and he's above average, this is the kind of thing that can really add some – and this is what it is. This this has a chance to add some juice to this team when they need it. Like this team needs a spark right now. The fan base needs a spark. Too, right? oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And that, that, that's what I was going to ask you too, and, and maybe I should state it in the form of a statement instead of a question. But isn't there um, some obvious upside here? And maybe it's just an intangible thing. But his, his experience and what what he's been in, in in the league, and even his experience, you know. Working with Bob Sutton, don't those sorts of things kind of factor into what he, he might offer, even if it's not, um, you know, 25-year-old version? Yeah, of it? I, I think what that does, too, is um, I guess they talked about this a little bit today, but it, it makes it more plausible that he'll be ready because he's played for Bob Sutton and knows the system. Oh, yeah. You know, the, the, the learning part of it will not be as much if he went and played for whatever, the, the Broncos, the Bears, the Vikings, the, the Cowboys, whatever. Like, that part of it, I think, is pretty nice. I, 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 the other thing I kept thinking about, too, when I saw this, uh, I know I made the, the baseball analogy the other day about, you know, non-competitive pitches, and Alex, Alex was making some non-competitive throws the other day. Like, in baseball, when a team trades for a starting pitcher at the deadline, like – that means that they're number five, like their worst starting pitcher. Like that's how you judge it. The the guy they trade versus the yes. worst that they have. And that's yes. the upgrade. Right? And, and that's, that's what right. this is too. This is not, you yeah. know, like we, we were arguing a little bit, I guess, I think all three of us maybe agreed on this, but uh, that Terrence Mitchell was, was the best of the group that they were sort of given tryouts to. But <laughs> there were no good options, you know, like none of those guys were, were really killing it. So, um, yeah, I mean, the, the, if, if he's just a nominal upgrade, but think about this, like the, the Giants game, um, would they have lost that game? I don't know. You know, like would, would Darrell Rivas have been, make, been able to make that play uh, that, that Phil Gaines couldn't? Um, you know, that the put the ball near the goal, goal line for the winning points. You know, like, I, I just don't know. Like, um, that, that could have made the difference in a game like that. There's one other thing I like about this, too. And you guys know I'm a football historian. Um, I really, really, really like the veteran guy who comes in, like, midseason and, like, has some juice and gives you some energy. Like, think of Deion Sanders in 1994 with the 49ers. Think of Andre Risen, and Andy Reid actually mentioned this, with the Packers in 1996. Like, 
it, it kind of gives you a second wave of energy and like another reason to believe if it works out. And again, it's it's a no risk proposition. They didn't spend any money really. There's nothing really to lose. All it does is kind of give you some juice going forward. Um, and Andy Reid, by the way, unandy like, basically said he will be a starter. He's like, yeah, you know, I see, I see yeah, him as, I, yeah, yeah, I see him as a starter. Yeah, I was surprised at that. <laughs> yeah, he he started off with the he started off with the yeah, you know, we'll see. You know, let's let's just see how it goes. Then he got pushed a little bit. He's like, yeah, no, he, he's a starter. <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit of like um, like the Charlie Weiss. That's what that reminded me of. But he was like, remember when he got in trouble for this too, and rightfully so. But he's like, "Have you seen the crap that we have right now? And you can't play for us like that." <laughs> That's what that reminded me of. <laughs> yeah, a little more depth touch by Andy. Right. In, the, in the NFL, at least, you know. With, with, right, we're growing, but it's And then Andy going with the, yeah, we got some young guys over there that are trying their guts out, trying their hearts yeah. out, right? And uh, I think it's a win-win situation. Which is almost worse. Like, they're trying so hard. <laughs> hey, this thing, you guys help refresh my memory on this, and, and it, just to go back to what Sam said. So if, if um, he'd been in there, on the on the play that basically set up the winning points for the the Giants, um, it, if I recall right, Gaines was not actually in bad position, and this has happened a few times. Not in bad position, just something breaks down with the footwork or the technique right at the point of impact of the play, whether it's you know breaking it up or not. It, it so would we assume that if he's in a similar position, if he's in good shape, he'll be there. And he just has the aptitude and the, the experience that makes him make that play. Right. Because, like, know, honestly. But, I mean, remember, too, there was pass interference on that play. If uh, I forgot who got well, it. Right. If the guy yeah. didn't catch it, there was also a penalty there. I mean, I don't know. Like, the thing is, like, and this is why the money part of it's important, too, right? Like, couldn't have done worse. You know, like, the worst thing you can do is commit a penalty while giving up the catch. I'll that's, also say this. That's what Phil Gates did. I'll also say this. Right. I, I think this might be good for 22. Um, we know based on what David Euless said that there was some frustration at the number of passes that get <laughs> yeah. completed on the other yeah. side of the field. I'd like to see Marcus Peters yell at Darrell Revis. That's not going to happen. Yeah. I don't care how bad he's playing. Yeah. He's not going to be yelling hey, listen, at Darrell Revis. I think that's a great point. I mean, especially with Eric Berry out, right? I mean, yeah, it, it, totally. Eric Berry was a real anchor for Marcus Peters emotionally. At least I think we think that. No, and, we uh, know that. Maybe, Take that to the bank. Yeah, so so there's a there's a little void there in that, and, and it, I think that's a heck of a point, Therese. Yeah, no, just, yeah, I'd like to see him start yelling. Nah, that, that won't happen. Um, <laughs> also, also think, like, Revis had a reputation as a bit of a diva, right? Um, as recently as last year. Uh, but... Cause all like all the really talented corners kind of have that trait in them. Um, I, I do think having Revis around, um, if he's playing well and he's productive, is like a good thing for Marcus and some of these other guys. And actually, the defense as a whole, they just don't have a lot of alpha personalities. Um, and you're kind of banking on yeah. this guy being just solid, like make a play, like make a play. The average and uh, one thing like yeah. we can talk about Marcus um, and we do and we are um, and and that, there's like some connotations right that always come with Marcus and like his personality and stuff but he's got respect for for guys that have done it oh yeah you know, especially like, at his position like he's got 
a world of respect for those guys. Remember Charles Woodson? Remember like the way that he treated him mm-hmm. and talked about him? He reveres um, them, you know, actually. Yeah, and, and I think they only overlapped like one year, right? Like yep. I think it, Marcus's rookie year was Woodson's last year. But anyway, Darrell Rivas is in that category, and there's, there's just not – a, a crumb of a chance that Marcus doesn't respect the bejesus out of out of Darrell Rivas, and you know is going to give him the, the deserved respect that, that his career has. Uh, and that's the thing. Like, there's a question about how alpha a guy can be when he first comes in, too, though, right? I mean, it's that's uh, a good it, point. Andy's giving him a little sure. step that way right away by by yeah. sort of basically saying that he, yeah, yeah, I can see him. Uh, yeah, I mean that. That gives him a leg up on that opportunity, I, I think. I, I yeah. think he can, though. I, I, I think as long as he's playing well and, like, it goes well. If he's really 208, and he said he drank, like, eight glasses of water today, so he literally, once he starts training, <laughs> might get down to, like, 205. If he's, like, back to his playing weight and he's just solid, he's somebody that holds some, some weight among players because of how great he was. And I actually really like this signing. I This has a chance to be a, like, I think if I think this has a chance to be one of those moves where if it all goes right, like you look back at the end of the year and be like, yeah, that might have changed things for him a little bit. It just kind of gives fans new hope too because they needed that. Fans were done with this team. Therese, I'm sorry, I've been a little out of it, so I'm unclear on this. Do they expect that he can play right away? Andy said that we got to we got to see, um, but he said that he he mentioned that he knows the system already. Which is one of the things I mean, that physically, could, just, just in terms of his, his yeah, he said he looks great. He said that based on what he was told by Brett Veach and those guys, he looks great. So, um, you know, we don't know if he's going to play, but he certainly left the door open for it. He did not poo poo it. Wow. Yeah. And also, this too, like the uh, we're talking about whether he plays um, this Sunday, right, against the Bills. Um, That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he could probably play if they're talking about maybe he can play this Sunday. We think he can probably play next Sunday in which they play <laughs> the Jets. <laughs> He's not missing yeah, that game. That awesome. Yeah, he would play then. He's not that. missing that game. Um, yeah. Any other thoughts, so guys? I think the key, the key to, go ahead, bye. No, I was just gonna say. I mean, I, I don't. I also haven't really studied the, the finances of this, but but basically, he's gonna be paying, getting paid by the Jets to play against the Jets. No, they they cut him. Not right? quite. So uh, yeah, it's a it's a prorated. But he's got some minimum, salary so come prorated, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. There's some yeah, dead prorated vet minimum that yeah. the that the Chiefs are paying him. But that that's the key to me too. Like it, as long as is two things, as long as we all agree on two things. That one, you know, like reasonable expectations. That that average is great. Like if he's average, that's great for them. And, and the other thing, like there's just. Again, there's just absolutely no downside. And the only downside could happen if he just comes in and somehow blows up the room. And I, 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 I just don't know how that could happen. Like I, I, that would be pretty shocking. That's a good point. Um, yeah. Oh, let me yeah. say this before I forget. Andy's mentioned explicitly that he spoke to some veteran leaders on the team about this before it happened to see how they felt. And they all said they felt like he was a good guy. So we you don't think know Marcus was a veteran leader that he spoke to? Um, I don't know. I don't know. He didn't That's get into specifics, right? but I yeah. would imagine he talked to Marcus. Yeah. Um, yeah. And but like I think Marcus just wants to win. Honestly, I think Marcus is sure. tired. I do too. I'm I'm sure Marcus is tired of seeing 180 targets go to the other side of the field and be completed yeah. with reckless abandon. So one yeah. other thing this does, like we kind of don't know if this is just like a nickel thing where Revis would be on the outside and nickel. And if Nelson is starting the base, it almost doesn't matter because every team goes three wide anyway. 
But um, if it, what it does is knock everyone down a peg. So, like, in that space, if, yeah. if Nelson's your nickel, yeah. good. That's great. Yep. You'll take that. And yeah. then, like, if you somebody gets hurt and you got to go to some of those other guys, you know. I didn't think games yep. played that bad on Sunday. So, aside from the yep. end of the game, which you can argue was Bob Sutton's fault for running two all-out sure. blitzes, you know, I didn't think he played that bad. So, um, I, I, this is a pretty safe trial run. Um, I, I just yep. I don't see the negatives to it, guys. I just don't. Totally. Yeah, no, 100%. Same. Yeah, I'm with you. I agree. Okay. Guys, I appreciate you jumping on. Um, do you have any other thoughts on this? Any other, Anything we haven't covered? I don't, man. I'm, I'm, I hope he plays. Like, I'm excited to see him. You know, yeah. I'm excited to see, like, you know, what this looks like. Yeah, okay. Uh, appreciate you guys, and uh, I hope you enjoy your time and your respective uh, coasts, okay? Enjoy. I'll see you guys Sunday, okay? Thanks for anchoring us, Therese. We'll see you soon. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. All right, guys. See you. All right.